Hey, welcome to The Couch GM. Today we're talking with Taylor Dollard, one of the top young pitching prospects in the Seattle Mariners organization. So first off, Taylor, thank you for your time today. Absolutely, man. It's a pleasure to be on here. Awesome. So I have to start off with a pretty hard-hitting question here. Uh, how do you maintain that 80-grade flow that you got there? And can we get a quick 180? <laughs> yeah, we can get a quick little, uh, a little twirl on it. Awesome. Uh, no, it's uh, it's a lot of maintenance on it, honestly. Um, but no, it's it's something that like I started in college, and like I've kind of kept it ever since. I like it's a little different, and it lets my mom see me whenever I'm on the field for sure. That's awesome. <laughs> Helps you stand out a little bit. Exactly. So, how are things going down in Arizona? Everything's good, man. Um, it's been really fun so far. I mean, it's always an exciting time getting ready for season. Uh, I think we're picking up a lot of steam here as seasons, obviously two weeks away, I think. Um, but yeah, everything's going well. Everything feels good. Um, and I think uh, we're ready to roll. Absolutely. So I saw your first uh, game last week and uh, four of the five guys that you faced were lefties. And I, I noticed that you really got that backdoor slider working pretty well. Is that something that you've been working on or have you had that all, all along? Uh, it's been something we've just kind of been fine tuning. Um, it's just been like an adding um, adding another dimension to the slider that obviously I throw a lot. Um, but no, it was a, a little bit of a uh, welcome to it facing uh, four lefties right away like that. Uh, but no, it's it's good to get the work in for sure. And like I said, we're just trying to get the slider better every day. And any any little tweak to it that we can make, and it, it just makes it that much better. Yeah. And then do you have a favorite moment of spring training yet so far? Uh, no, not really. I mean, it's just been kind of cool to be in big league camp this year and, and be around all the guys that are obviously very good at what they do um, and kind of pick their brains a little bit and kind of see the way that they go about their business and, and kind of just be in that type of atmosphere. Yeah. I've heard ping pong in the clubhouse is pretty competitive. Is that true? Did you see oh that? yeah, I'm I'm, te I'm terrible though. Anytime I get on the table, I don't think I've won a game yet. So oh, man. <laughs> who's, who's the best <laughs> we got, guy? We there? got something to work on. Yeah, we got we got stuff to work on. Who's the best guy there? I mean, probably Flexin is probably really? up there. Robbie okay. Ray's probably up there, and honestly, I put my boy Emerson Hancock up there. Okay, right on. Now going back to your uh, college days, so you were a reliever at Cal Poly until your senior year of college. Uh, and then at which point you you were only able to make four starts before that season was canceled. So how was the transition to the rotation and also the transition to professional baseball over the past few years? Yeah, so it's been it's been cool for me. Um, obviously, like in high school, I was a starter and, and kind of had an idea of what was going on there. Um, but my first two years in college, it was a little bit different being out of the bullpen. I felt like it was really good for me, though, because... I was able to pitch in a lot of high leverage situations. I was able to throw multiple times on a weekend and, and kind of learn how to um, pitch from that standpoint. And then my junior year, when I finally got into the rotation, it kind of felt like I was just going back to uh, what I've done my whole life, you know? And um, I thought we, especially in college, I thought we did a really good job of getting my routine down and, and kind of figuring out, okay, this is what I need to do to be ready to start. Um, and then well, obviously, COVID happened and, and kind of shut us down. It was a little bit of a um, disappointment for me because I was really excited for that year. I thought we were going to be really good. Um, and I also was excited to finally get a full year starting under my belt. Yeah. Um, but obviously um, things didn't play, pan out that way. Um, and then going into pro ball, 
I kind of had an idea of what my routine wanted to be. And I think it's just taking time to just fine tune it every single day and kind of figure out, okay, I need this. I need that. Um, but no, it's been, it's been fun. I enjoy starting a lot more. Yeah. Good to hear. And so, yeah, last year in double a, you threw a career high, 144 innings, 16 and two record, a sub one whip, a 2.25 ERA. So what do you attribute the success to last year? And then how do you feel heading into this year? I attribute a lot of the success to uh, a lot of the mental work that I put in. Um, I felt that the one thing that was kind of holding me back, especially in my first year, was kind of my mindset and how how to handle every situation and, and kind of just that maturity aspect to the game. And I spent a lot of time in the offseason, what was that, in 21, um, kind of putting time and effort into being able to handle myself in a more professional way, kind of learn that baseball's not perfect every time you go out, you know, and yeah. I think understanding how to like control myself in situations when stuff's not going my way or like when situations come up that, Hey, you need to start today and, and you have an extra day of rest or you have a less day of rest, whatever it is. Um, just kind of being more mature about all that stuff. And like I said, being able to control my breathing, control my emotions, um, and just kind of that maturation process is what I attribute a lot of success to. Does the uh, organization have, there's like personal trainers. Are, th are there mental health trainers, that type of thing to help with that, you know, staying level-headed on the field? Yeah, there's a, there's a handful. I don't even know how many it is now. I'd say probably, probably four or five now. Oh, okay. uh, but I work pretty closely with Adam Bernero, um, and I attribute a lot of like, my maturation in that aspect of the mental game to him. Um, he really helped me kind of learn how to breathe correctly, learn how to handle myself in, in certain situations, change my mindset about certain things. Um, but I think that was a lot of what my success came from. And it's just this year is just going to be hopefully a continuation of that growth and that mindset that I have, because I feel like that's what kind of separates me. Yeah. Awesome. And then I asked Bryce Miller this question, and I need your answer also. Uh, so we've heard that Logan Gilbert turns into his alter ego, Walter, when it's his starting day. Uh, when it's your day to start, are you the type that throws in headphones and you don't want to approach, or do you try to keep it light? Oh, no, I'm, I'm headphones on. Okay. I'm hood, I'm hood up, headphones on. I kind of like, there's probably, what is it, probably two hours before the game that I just stopped talking to everybody. Yeah, yeah. I, the only people I talk to is my catcher, pitching coach, and trainer. Other than that, you know I love you, but I'm not going to sit down and have a conversation with you. Yeah, uh, I, I got my same playlist that I listen to all the time and kind of helps me know, like, hey, it's it's time to go today. Do you have a certain genre or band that's your go-to when it's time uh, to walk in? Yeah, I listen to a lot of rap stuff. I listen to a lot of EDM stuff, like house music. Um, but like my favorite artist right now is baby Keem, the rapper. Okay. Right on. And then, uh, do you have any specific players that you looked to, uh, looked up to growing up or is there anyone you built your pitching style around? Yeah. So I'm fortunate enough, um, that one of my really close friends, like I consider him an older brother, um, is Jack Flaherty with the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Okay. Um, and so he's kind of taken me under his wing since I don't even know how young we were. Um, but it's been years and years that I've been able to be by his side, kind of see the way he goes about business, kind of emulate what he does um, and kind of learn like, hey, this is what it takes to be a pro. This is what it takes to be really good in the big leagues. Uh, and I think 
being around him forever and seeing him succeed is just kind of motivates me a little bit more every day to be like, Hey, he's like my older brother. I want to be like him, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I think a lot of the times that I struggle or whatever, he's always there for me. You know, he's always there like, Hey, we just keep your head up, just keep working, like all that type of stuff. Um, but he's definitely somebody who's in my life for sure. That kind of helps me succeed. It's a great connection to have. Yeah. Um, so did you guys go to high school together or how did you guys meet? Uh, no, we played little league at the same spot. Oh, and wow. so <laughs> his brother and my brother played together. Um, and then our moms were super close with each other as well. And we just kind of bonded over being together all the time. <laughs> That's awesome. Cool. And then, uh, moving into your pitch arsenal a bit, um, are you an a analytics guy? Do you really look at the numbers or is it more, you know, type of uh, going off a of feel? Uh, I'm a big balance guy. Um, you need to be, you need to have a little bit of both. Um, obviously the way that baseball is, um, developing and baseball is moving in the analytical direction. I feel like it's, it's a tool to help you get better. Um, obviously like analytics side of things shows you what a perfect pitch would be or, or what a perfect, um, shape would look like on a certain pitch. And in reality, it's a great goal to have and work towards. Um, and I think that having the, the balance in between like, hey, this is what works for me and this is what I want it to be um, kind of works for me the best. Um, so like I'm in touch with my analytics side and I'm in touch with the field side. And I think that's a pretty good medium to be. Yeah, that's a good mindset to have. And then uh, going through your pitches here. So you have a four seam fastball? Four seam fastball. Do you have a two seam also, or just the four seam? Uh, just the four seam. I throw, so I throw the four seam fastball, uh, slider, curveball, and changeup. Cool. Do you happen to have a baseball on you? Perfect. We got one right here. Awesome. Beautiful. Yeah, so this one, this is, my four seam's pretty standard. Yep. Um, I'm offset a little bit, but it's kind of just normal, nothing really crazy to it. Think about Dang. just throwing as hard as I can and Fingers try together. to ride it. Yeah. yeah, try to ride it as best I can at the top of the zone. Um, my slider, I'm inside the horseshoe. Um, and this one, I just think about pulling down on the seam. So I think about like basically going straight down with it. And then it creates this, it helps me create sweep with it. Um, I've learned that one since high school from uh, okay. my pitching coach at the time, Jordan Sigmund. He'll appreciate okay. the shout out. <laughs> um, change up, I go a little bit of a, like a split change almost. Um, yeah. So I do it. I get up in the into the uh, meat of my hand a little bit, um, and I did. I only do that because uh, whenever I grip like a traditional changeup or whatever, I end up like getting a little too babyish with it, and I kind of like think, "Oh, it's a changeup," as opposed to like when I split it a little bit, it makes me have to throw it harder, um, and because it's split, it'll kill the speed, so it's not too much of an issue there. But it's just more of a feel thing, like we were talking about. Yeah. Um, and then the curveball is just along the other side of the horseshoe. Okay. I don't know if you can see that. There we yeah. go. Um, and all I think about is just keeping my fingers on top of it um, and then, like, just kind of spin it. Come over the top? Yep. Just like then, a football. Yeah. And then on the changeup, uh, have you talked to Logan Gilbert at all about his splitter? Because that kind of looks like the Kodai Senga splitter or ghost ball with, with yeah, how you his that. His splitter is crazy, man. He, <laughs> I was watching him throw it the other day, and 
that, that thing is going to be really – that's going to be a problem for a lot of hitters. Um, yeah. But, no, he uh, his his grip's a little bit different, but it's it's a similar action that we both get on it. Um, but, yeah, his is – it's going to be a problem. <laughs> and then speaking off of what you were saying about the changeup, um, instead of having to think changeup, were, were you pronating before and that was causing the issue with command? And then the splitter, uh, you throw it more like a fastball? It, no, it was just more of like I just start to get underneath the ball a little bit okay. more, and I start to get like a little pushy with it, okay. um, as opposed to like the split that I was talking about. Like I can throw it harder. Um, I just think about like staying on it longer and kind of, kind of letting the grip do its thing. Cool. And then uh, last question here to wrap it up: If you could take one pitch from someone in the organization, who would it be from, and what pitch would that be? Ooh, that's a good question. Honestly, I'd probably, I'd probably take uh, Luis Castillo's changeup. You got thing, The thing's unbelievable. <laughs> he's, he's nasty. <laughs> yeah, his it's seeing it in person is completely different than seeing it on TV, man. It's it's special. Yeah, man, that, that that's awesome to be around such a cool and you know powerful powerful group of guys like that, the starting pitchers. Oh yeah, I so. mean, like I said, there's just so much that you see them doing their daily routines or see what they think about in their bullpens or what they're talking about in their bullpens, what they're paying attention to um, and kind of seeing where I overlap and seeing like, Oh, that's, that's something that I might try out, you know, and it's, it's not like you're learning from people that are just getting in the league. And it's like, no, these guys are established big leaguers that are going to make a lot of the money throughout their career. You know, it's, it's special. It's a special group to be around and, and I'm very thankful for the opportunity. That's awesome. Well, Taylor, uh, coming from myself and other Mariners fans, again, I really appreciate your time today, and uh, we can't wait to see you in Seattle. Absolutely, man. No, I appreciate it. I'm excited. Of course. All right, man. Best of luck this year, and we'll see you later. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it.